1: Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio.
2: On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is August the 6th, and we remember a man born on this day in 1928. Yes, a heck of a long time ago. That person is Andy Warhol. It's uh, very hard to define him, isn't it? But his contribution to the music world, amongst everything else he did, of course, is iconic. He famously managed the Velvet Underground and designed their instantly recognisable banana record sleeve, as well as working with many other musical acts in various guises, designing the artwork for the legendary Rolling Stones album Sticky Fingers, covers for Aretha Franklin and John Cale, and directing music videos for The Cars too. And he passed away in February 1987, aged 58. But moving on to our main topic of the day, and it concerns a movie released by one of the world's biggest bands on this day in 1982. Yes, 40 years ago today, following on from its earlier premiere, Pink Floyd The Wall movie was released to the public, first in theatres in New York. And to give me an in-depth rundown on the history and legacy of the movie, I was joined by Philip from Pink Floyd
1: Collectors. In 1978, Roger Waters presented the other members of Pink Floyd two concept ideas he was working on. The first, the pros and cons, was about getting sex on the road while the protagonist dreams lying next to his faithful wife. (laughs) The other dealt with a wall between the band and an audience, the wall fueling the feelings of isolation and judgment from his peers. The band went on to choose the wall, Mm -hmm. and Roger Waters would advise that this would both be a double album, a limited run tour, and a feature film.
0: And so for the film itself, I mean, how did the the casting for this go? How did Bob Geldof take on the lead role then?
1: Many auditions were taken, but Alan Parker was particularly taken by Bob Geldof, who was actually a member of the band, the Boobtow Rats, an Irish band, who were actually enjoying some chart success in the UK. It wasn't the fact that he was in a band. He just found his particular performances under rehearsal very, very good. On the final edition, Roger Waters attended and both agreed that Bob Geldof was perfect for the part of Pink.
0: So uh, talk to us a bit about the, the release of the film then, its reception at the time of release and the legacy that it's left behind.
1: The official premiere for the film took place in London, United Kingdom, on the 14th of July, 1982, at the Empire Cinema on Leicester Square. The film's general release would take place on August the 6th, 1982, with a limited run beginning and then expanding out as the weeks went on. By early September, the film was sitting at number three on the USA film chart, and generally the film was felt to be a huge success. The film continues to be purchased to this day, nowadays on DVD. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film scores a very creditable 71%. The film is considered a must-watch amongst Pink Floyd fans, especially those of you who enjoy the album The Wall. Yeah. It is known the concerts in their entirety were filmed over several days in both 1980 and 81. This was for use originally in the film, but later became a side project for Roger Waters. The footage from Earl's Court remains unreleased. It is something that we know that Roger owns the copyright over and has control over the release. So it's something that fans are waiting for. He has complained in the past that the footage was too dark, but given now that it could be digitally relightened and things like that, it is something that we do expect to see the light of day. There has been calls for the film to be released on Blu-ray. The problem stems from the fact that when it came out on DVD, they had to use a third-gen film as the print, which meant the quality was not really that great, which you can tell by watching the DVD. And to put it on a Blu ray would absolutely make no sense. There's going to be no better quality. So the only chance of it maybe appearing on Blu ray would be a- alongside something like the live footage and that might well happen in the future.
0: And a big thank you to Philip there from Pink Floyd Collectors. Don't forget, if you're a big fan of Pink Floyd, then follow them on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube, you know the drill. Just search for Pink Floyd Collectors. Well, that's it for August the 6th. Then I'll be back tomorrow to celebrate the birthday of a legendary lead singer. So until then, take care.
2: What would you do to achieve the American dream—the big house, the happy family, the money? 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> my mom and dad. My mom and my dad.